are you? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. Now I'm Jorge. And I forgot which ones I had said, so I think I probably doubled up did on a you, couple of things. Oh, did you just double say that? <laughs> probably I was just not, said hello or I, like something. I never pay times. attention. I'm I'm surprised I actually managed <laughs> to say hello every time, honestly. You hear the, you hear the end of Brian and go, oh, oh I gotta oh, wake back up. To, my time to shine. It's my, you're... How dare you wait to talk instead of listen to me? <laughs> Anyways, uh, no mentions today. And, and in no, fact, no special guest friends. Very special guest very friend. special guest friends. Uh we're we're really we're getting so close, y'all. We're really I think yeah. we're gonna make it. We do still have a slew of other guests coming in, but uh today we just wanted to get a couple episodes out real fast for you. So no mention. It's a chance for us to work on our dynamic and yeah. our shtick doing it's, it just the two of us we we're doing it a, oh sorry as above so below so below so below <laughs> what would you rate this one so below <laughs> you out of those fan. out of those choices i would no um i would give it a i don't did we already rate it i'm not sure i fucking oh no because we watched it before the site was up Oh, that's okay. Okay. I don't think we actually did that. Oh, I gave it a Mr. Cool Guy on here. Yeah, Mr. Cool Guy's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. It's kind of a low Mr. Cool Guy. I could I could see that. Just cuz of its like it has its gimmick and like that's it. Right. It, it's fine, but Yeah, I I so I like it a good deal. I still think it is like definitely does not escape Mr. Cool Guy. It is like no, for certainly sure not. Cotton, Mr. Cool Guy Land, very, very firmly. <laughs> Forever, it will stay in Mr. Cool Guy yes. Land. Those shades are bolted onto the sides of its head. Absolutely, because I mean, you, you have to remember, like these. Uh, if you, when we say smiley face, that means that the movie is only watchable. It's like watchable. That means that we would never like suggest it to someone. You know, if we're scrolling by, we wouldn't be like, yeah. "Stop, this one's okay to watch." You know, we'd be if somebody was like, "Hey, I really want to watch this one." Be like, okay. Like, do you mind if I do something while we watch it? I am cool with it. It will not be upsetting to me, but you know, like I would be like 20 minutes in my head drops because I'm looking at my phone or asleep or thinking yeah. about something with. Absolutely. Uh, you can now, this is an interesting one. This is where I want to remind everyone that these movies that we keep saying where they're streaming, they move in and out very mm-hmm. quickly sometimes. So when we originally watched this, I believe it was on Netflix, but now it is only on Amazon Prime, specifically the IMDb TV channel, yes. which you have to watch with ads even yes. if you have Prime, which is an interesting thing. It's, yeah. IMDb TV is free with ads. I don't mm. know how else you would watch premium. it other than being on. Well, you can go to the Amazon site. I fucking. If you didn't have Prime, you could still watch this movie. Oh, you can watch it even without Prime. I believe that because it says watch free with ads. So uh, they can't be doing psycho yeah. shit where they make you pay for Prime and then also watch ads. Well, Amazon Prime like, has channels which you can subscribe to and have separate payment. Oh, options. Jesus. Yeah, it's a whole racket. In That's there. okay. Which is why we always fuck. push things like Canopy and Hoopla. Canopy and Hoopa. <laughs> I thought if I went fast enough, you wouldn't catch me. I. I all I have to do right now is listen to your dulcet yeah, tones in my headphones. So fucking that's it. There's no one to distract you from it. There's no, so <laughs> there's no one to make remember, eyes at me, so I don't care anymore. Remember that to always know where things are streaming. Don't exactly trust the episode unless you're watch listening to it on the day that it came out. Pretty much, uh, check out the website thebloodystream.com. That actually does have very up to date information. I've only seen one that's instance how we knew. where it's wrong. We actually have the same in information that Just Watch has, if you've ever used that. But we don't have all those fucking ads that make everything a nightmare to go through. <laughs> like that's like you know, that's a hard We're just website giving to parse it away. Through, it's, you know, that's the it. It kind of suffers the same thing that streaming services do in terms of their direct relationship between amount of quality content and inaccessibility of use. Yeah, like. They, it's a great website. They have a bunch of every fucking thing. They have a bunch of shit to look at. And you're like, I can't fucking see what's happening on this website. Right. It's a shame. Yeah. And again, we get all of our data from them. That's why you see their little logo in our yes. results. Uh, and we get, of course, the, the rest of the information from the TMDB, which is the movie database. The movie database. I never mentioned those two APIs, but they're the only reason our site gets to exist. It's the so exact. Thank, thank you, you so much. Both of you companies. Really appreciate it. Anyways, we'll, we'll kiss on the forehead. Thank you. This movie, I don't know that it has any real warnings. Uh, I would give it a claustrophobia warning. Claustrophobia. I would give that's it a tight fair. spaces that's warning. I think um, that's also why my 
cool guy is lower than your cool guy <laughs> because because That's these movies are meant to be cathartic and not actually problem. <laughs> right. Some some people really like directly watching the thing that scares them the most. Yeah. They get a kick out of that. So I find that interesting. It, it is <laughs> not the case with me. Yes. The uh, the vibe of this film is like it's a found footage horror mm-hmm. film. Uh, I've always called it the national treasure of horror. Not in wow. its quality, but, but in, in, its in, its, in its plot. Right. <laughs> What's it's happening? The same thing. They even like the the main character, the main guy in it is the the friend, the, like the, the friend, Riley, the Cage's friend. Yeah, the Riley. Riley yeah. Right. Like it, I, I just think, it, I think a, it plays. That's a fucking awesome pull for me. If I got that right, that, I'm not going to check it because I'm going to leave it up right. to you and post yeah, in the comments. I'm, if I'm right. right. Um, yeah, it's. I like the idea of it. I think it's too into its horror stuff to execute it as well as it should. I think it's still good. I would like, I don't know which way I would like it to go, but we I can, feel like it's, get it's stuck it. into it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, careful. It is found footage. So, you know, it is going to be shaky cam footage. if you get sick. Do people still get sick from found footage? Hopefully not. To. Hopefully we've, remember when Cloverfield <laughs> came out, they had to have warnings because people were like, I'm going to throw <laughs> people like, This is fucking off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so Sorry, that's, Cloverfield. Yeah, that's it. I think you you get the deal. You you've seen the trailers probably. It is. A, yeah. I think it's a fun one. I think that like the yeah, the the vibe is not like dark and depressing. You know, it is well, like especially yeah, the earlier yeah. scenes are like this is a fun movie to watch. You will enjoy it. I think it's pretty fun. But again, it's a horror movie, so it's trying to ratchet up the tension and it's trying to ratchet up like the, the fear. Yeah. Um. So like. Yeah, it's not like a bleak movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. There's some moments of it, but otherwise it's like it's keeping you like moving along. No, even even in in its moments of utter hopelessness, you know, it is still fun. It's not the the dismal grim of like Dead Ringers or The some, Transfiguration. The Transfiguration. Exactly. That's a better which, one. Which we fucking love both of those movies, so maybe this could have used some dark, dismal fucking I don't know. Dis- I gotta, no, of course not. See the <laughs> thing is like I love movies like if the babysitter was better. This goes more in that direction than transfiguration yes. direction in terms of like atmosphere. If we were putting right? those on a scale, yeah, this yeah. would this would definitely be leaning that way, which is this good. One, which, and this yeah. one takes itself seriously, and I always appreciate when a movie is definitely. Just, just like sometimes do it for shoot, you know? I like, I was going to say, I like when the movie treats its things seriously, but can also have fun. As Pe- like just as legitimate jokes. A lot of, I was going to say a lot of filmmakers or writers or whatever, like the industry, likes to think that the only way to make things light or like to add humor to something is to not take the premise seriously and all it does is ruin the movie like yeah. unless yep. unless you're it, doing something you have to really nail it to exactly. go like when you go like the full meta like we're you have to know you have to be a fan of it because yeah. you can go here's exactly what people will be expecting so then when I pull this and I do this thing they will laugh even harder because they find right. The initial premise is so ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. So let's 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 open up that spoiler let's configuration. Slide that doily off. We do our sensual thumb circle opening. Beautiful. The spoiler configuration. I want to go through this cast list a little bit, please. Yes, they're they're not super famous. They're fame adjacent. Yeah, I I'm loving like ever. They're all in something that you like might <laughs> exactly in some what I way be aware of. The uh, the the lead actress. Uh, Perdita Weeks. Perdita Weeks. Who plays Scarlett Marlowe, who is the one who's <laughs> That's like... That's such a fucking... You're right with the whole national treasure thing. That's such a Benjamin That's Franklin it. Gates name. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scarlett Marlowe, the the daughter of a famous private detective, you know, like... <laughs> Except she's the daughter of an of a oh, alchemist researcher, and she herself is a multilingual, like martial arts practicing alchemist <laughs> researcher is, who does tomb raiding. She like, is... I was going to say, she's a Laura Croft-esque... Like yeah. character, she's fucking awesome. She's really cool. Uh, the actress is currently playing Juliet Higgins in the CBS reboot series Magnum PI, which I just found hilarious. Stop it! I don't know anything about it, but the fact she also that showed up in Hawaii Five O. I love that. <laughs> the Magnum PI and Hawaii Five O universes are officially linked, according to whoever owns these. Oh my god, she was in Spice World. What the fuck are you talking about? She's in Spice World, dude. She's Evie in Spice. World. I have to now rewatch Spice World. 
Um, she's in the Titanic TV miniseries, which I didn't know. I saw that and I went, what's wrong? Because I saw 2012 next to Titanic and I went, something, somebody's lying to me right now. (laughs) Did you see Ready Player One? It says she's Kira in Ready Player One. Is that one of the main characters? I believe so. Is that like the main girl? She's like way younger than... That was thought, but I think she might be... It might be like one of the side, like she's still important. She's like in the group. Young in the in that. That's what my thought. Maybe she plays like the voice. No, don't don't they voice all their own? Yeah. She also she had a, I believe she had tubes in her nose for most of it, and that means I can't. That's minus will be a mustache. You know, I can't. can't, (laughs) You know, I can't tell faces. Uh, We also have Ben Feldman as George. Ben Feldman, I love. (laughs) Yes, he. What do you know him from? I know him from Mad Men. I know Mad him as Michael Men. Ginsburg in Mad Men. He's who is just an absolute ball of anxiety yeah. and energy and is great. So speaking of Cloverfield, he's actually in That's what I was going to say. Is... Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and he's in the remake of Friday the 13th. I remember when I saw him and I when I saw that this was like, you know, the whole horror movie thing, I'm like, why do I have a flash image of him in my head but I can't tell what it is? And then I looked up. I was on uh, Padalecki's like Wikipedia or like IMDb. I was just Jared looking Padalecki around Jared Padalecki, whatever. And then I remembered the re- the Friday the 13th remake. And then I just saw his Ben Feldman's face and went, there you are. <laughs> I see everything now. And then uh, the cameraman is Benji. He's played by Edwin Hodge. Great name. Really enjoy the name Edwin Hodge. I don't know. I like that too. I like that. Feels sure. very like 40s or like very. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know him from like anything really, but apparently he's been in all three of the first Purge movies. He's the guy who shows up at their door, the vet, the former veteran, the houseless veteran who shows up, who's getting chased by the teenagers. Oh, yeah, and he makes it into the next two. Apparently, wow. I don't remember. Like, <laughs> this is the thing. I only remember Purge Anarchy as a kind of fun Punisher movie. Like, yeah. with just Frank Grillo as Frank Castle. But, but there's a purge. Distinct, but there's a purge going on. So apparently he was in there, and then apparently he was also in the third one. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I like the purge and the purge anarchy. I do not like the first purge. Wait. God damn it. Okay. St- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. I, I hear it. The, so if you don't know. <laughs> there's, that's the fourth movie, by the way. The fourth purge movie is called <laughs> The, the first, first Purge. purge. Which I didn't think is confusing until you try talking about these movies. I was going to say. Because you say, to clarify from Purge Anarchy and Purge Election Year, Election year. you have to say the first Purge, but then that actually means the fourth Purge. <laughs> so I mean they, the, the next purge. movie, I know they're already doing one called The Forever Purge, which is hilarious that they're it's called The Forever Purge. I mean, that's just crime. That's just <laughs> that's just crime. That's just you're allowed to do crime whenever. Um, it, there's just no, no crime if it's legal. Brian. There's just no rules. There's not yeah. crime if it's legal. You can't argue with that. <laughs> That's fundamentally not crime Whoa. if it's legal. It's not criminal what activity. What a fucking yeah, you, purge. you can. Why don't you go up there with all those sovereign citizens to a judge and just say I'm that? Gonna, I'm gonna bet <laughs> if it's look, all crime. <laughs> I didn't like the purge. I actually like a good deal the purge anarchy and purge election year. Also, did not super care for the first purge. Yeah, I'm but gonna, what, did I'm gonna bet, what did you think of the fourth movie though? <laughs> I'm gonna bet uh, Forever Purge is gonna be awesome. That's my guess. I mean, we'll see. Whenever you go like that, do the open sandbox one. It's a complete crapshoot. It's literally a crapshoot. <laughs> they yeah, I have no they idea. take those dice and they toss them just wherever. I'm, fl- I'm flipping a coin, and over here. maybe they do something. Yeah, but he's in those. Yes, and then we have uh, Francois Seville. Is that how you say it? As Papillon? Yeah. Uh, Good. You fucking nailed the. Uh, Character pronunciation. Oh, yeah? Very good. So French is notoriously my worst language. Papillon is also, I believe, a... There's, like, a famous prison break story that's been, like, done a bunch of times with that. I'm going to briefly look it up when you talk about the character. Yeah. I actually don't know... All these French actors I don't know from anything. No. It was just those first three that I thought was funny is they're all, like, very adjacent to things that we almost know. Which it's usually you're in something or you're not. Um, Yeah, exactly. But the so the the whole story is about Scarlet Marlowe looking for the Philosopher's Stone, which is again mm-hmm. awesome, right? Just for clarification, um, Papillon is an autobiographical novel written by Henri Charrier, um, first published in April of 1969. Um, nice. Yeah, and it's been done multiple times with movies and stuff. Yeah, it covers a 14 year period between 1931 and 1945 with a. Uh, the movie details the purported incarceration and subsequent escape from the French penal colony of French Guinea. Nice. French Guyana. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Let me know in the comments how wrong I was. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. 
Scarlet you Marlo. You sound so tired of me. <laughs> Whenever that happens, I'm saying, I always feel it as like, cool. All right, I know. nerd. I, I was saying thank you to the audience <laughs> for letting us know what we get wrong. You don't get any thank yous for it. I don't even get any thank yous. You get no acknowledgement. You get no acknowledgement. So the movie is, of course, about Scarlet Marlowe trying to find the Philosopher's Stone. Of and course. The first half of the movie is her like collecting people slowly yes. as she's as needed as she's like solving the final like as she figures out where it's going it's to the be, final yes. clues to get to it and like that part is legitimate fun i think yeah and there's I, a whole the fucking beginning sequence in iran yeah is iran. i really enjoyed that yeah. i thought that was great yeah that was cool uh i just the, the little shit like where she has like the tablet that she pulls down and has to like put the put the cleaning solutions on it and set it on fire and everybody's like worried about security guards coming. <laughs> Poor Ben Feldman just having an anxiety attack yeah. the entire first half of this film because it's charming. Scarlett Marlowe is constantly like, okay, but Nicholas Flamel was notorious for breaking shit into a million pieces. So <laughs> I we, have we have to, to break s- this into a million. <laughs> just smash all these prices. <laughs> exactly. Like we got to break it in the museum so we can set the entire building on fire because he was known for doing Yeah, she, Scarlet, Scarlet Marlowe is definitely that, that fucking friend that you had at some point where it's like, man, you really don't want to be this square that's like, exactly. no, I don't want to do this. But you're like, God, please, please don't actually try to do that. Exactly. Right it's it's very bad, but it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So eventually they she gathers up. She has her cameraman with her the whole time, Benji. Yes. And then to, she finds out that it is inside of the catacombs beneath Paris. And I believe they... Filmed they the were, whole film actually in the catacombs. They got permission to, to go down there, like and that's fucking of, wild. One of the only people to get that. I don't know really why. Cool. I, I, maybe. One of these producers fucking know somebody? Maybe was just drinking absinthe that day, and it was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> they met one of the producers. They met one of the fucking historical society people at a club and just fucking got completely trashed, and they signed a napkin saying, yep, you can go in the catacombs. Yeah, the, uh, the scene in the club is actually just a reshoot of them <laughs> finding the people to get permission to get down there for it. <laughs> The, the club scene being, of course, when they gather Papillon, uh, Suxi, and Zed. Nice. To, uh, to, to lead them down into the catacombs yes. because I believe uh, somebody that, that when they're touring the catacombs, somebody tells them that to go find Pap, uh, that he can. Yeah, he can they get, get recommended him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he knows this fucking scariest way down there through the tiny little hole. Well, I, that gets into the whole, like. <laughs> He's like, this is the only way to go. And we we're kind of jumping ahead to like the actual scene. I'm not of gonna this. cover the entire plot. I was gonna say yeah. the the I love Papillon because he's just very matter of like he's very cocky and very like, ah, I'm ho, 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 I'm the greatest. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry, French people. You can do but you can do very, French. Dude. It's allowed. Um there's some, I, there's some accents you can do, there's, and there's some, some you can't. You can't do. <laughs> White people, you can do them every we're, time. <laughs> I'm Anyway, um, but he's very like, I am the greatest, and I also know what I'm talking about, stupid fucking American woman. Yeah. And she's like, what if we go through this incredibly scary door hallway thing? And every, like the, the camera turns to it, and it's just like, that's fucking scary as shit. <laughs> and he's like, we're going through the tiny hole, and it's just, oh, these options are both terrible, but this one's very clearly the right Everybody's like matter of factly telling Scarlet during that like he's he's been here before Scarlet you have to under he knows that and she's like no I'm pretty sure I know what's better here uh, but I was actually talking about the little hole to get down into the catacombs in the first place oh my god to the side of the railroad track that's like, right well because they have to break in yeah they can't just go on a tour with all of their gear and like slip through a fucking hallway or something yeah yeah which is uh. And I think we start to see like the division of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. The first, the first segment is the real national treasure part, where we're doing, getting weird clues and making jumps to conclusions that like that somehow woo. work, yeah. And yet, and then we get into the second part, which is where we're still okay. And this is like even indicated by the fact that the 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 part of the catacombs that they're in are covered in graffiti. People, other people, people go down show here. up exactly. There's a group of come cult, in and come out just down there singing, having a Saturday meeting. Scary. Yeah. yeah. They're completely naked and doing that awful singing. By awful, there I mean was, it's like haunting. He was going to say, it's perfectly fine. There are notes, yeah. like they're not off key or anything. Yeah. But um, that also is shot, like another benefit of the found footage thing is like that shot is a great example of that because we're yeah. kind of seeing it like 
peripherally at first, and then we get a little bit more of an actual like close up, but it's so stark and just there and See ve- them through the doorway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like we're just getting this like first this hint of what's happening. We're like, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? Like very clearly, people there, and then we lose it again. And we're just like, oh yeah, no. I, I never considered that in found footage. There's like a natural occlusion that happens that like starts to have the jaws effect on a lot of things. Yes, just by chance, absolutely. You know? Uh, okay, this, shout out to yeah. occlusion. I know, right? I'm I'm on fire today. <laughs> uh, it's you see that in <laughs> uh, with gas. a couple a couple of movies that like highly benefit from that. I don't know if like on purpose or just by the nature of found yeah. footage or the nature of low budget would be of course the Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity. I Both of them like you the don't... first Paranormal Activity. Yes, I am of course only talking about the. I'm not talking about Paranormal Activity, the Ghost Dimension. You know, they. <laughs> That's completely, they made a shit ton of money. They got to do anything they wanted. They made an ungodly yeah. amount of money. Yeah. God, that's the dream, though, isn't it? You just you film a movie in your house like that. I was going to say, you fucking you'd film for a couple hundred thousand dollars and go, here's $200 million. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your efforts were not in vain. We have a movie coming up that we're going to be either be doing an episode on or mentioning, and that the, the budget to, very... to earning on that is chaos. Thousands of percent. That's it is so like unbelievable. You're gonna shit your pants. You congratulations, everyone. We'll get to that. And this one, so we're. I'm. Not, I want to sit a little bit in this second part, right? Because okay. we agree for sure. The first part is fun, like good. Even the critics like it, and the critics yeah. fucking hated this movie. It has like a they twenty really, some percent on Rotten. I was Tomatoes. gonna say it's got like an average of four on IMDb or like yeah, fucking. It's got <laughs> fucking completely dragged. But what I from the little I read from what they say is that like it starts out. I think one of exactly. them says the premise like, is intriguing. A uh, movie that like threatens to escape like the found footage. <laughs> threatens gimmick. to escape. It. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, which I mean, it's a, it's a thing. I also think critics do not like found footage. No, but I do think they like... This is the thing about that. I think they don't like it because so many movies use it as a crutch slash gimmick. Like, even though Blair Witch is also an example of that, it is Mm. a pretty harrowing, rough ride. Like, you could look at... If it was shot normally, you would get less out of it, but like... Blair Witch, Book of Shadows. That's not... (laughs) Oh... Here's oh you know what here's the mention for today's episode Blair Witch Book of Shadows I don't care if it's streaming anywhere vomit face you going full vomit I I hate that movie I've I think only it's seen fucking parts unwatchable. of it on TV and I I didn't try to watch the rest of it it's I'll at least okay much. it's at least a nauseous well fine I'll be generous and say nauseous Puke, face Pukey's bad Pukey is fucking Pukey dinosaur that you, sorry you're right that, like it it's dinosaur was psychologically damaging this was just incredible bad. Was, this yeah. was just I didn't this is no good anyway yeah. sorry nauseous face. Yes. What did so, you, okay, so did you, the critic consensus is like, this starts to become boilerplate found footage, basically. Yeah. Did you start to feel that here, or? No. Um. So during this second segment, so the way I'm separating it out is that first National Treasure segment, mm-hmm. the second one is like pretty much all the way up to the Philosopher's Stone. We're, yes. we're building ambiance, we're building tension, we're showing that things are going to go nuts. This is but like things that. Don't actually go nuts. I was going to say, this is like the descent at this, where this is like the yeah. the enemy or like the scares are from being yeah, not in like this the movie, plane. the descent. Not like the movie, the descent. No, no, no. Which but this is, is like the actual. Cool I won't watch that movie. <laughs> oh. Right, that move like I start. I watched like I think I saw that movie technically, or like yeah. got through a lot of it, and I had to leave. Fair enough. That's a very effective movie. warning on the descent. Yes. Spoiler alert: I have. <laughs> yep. Oops. Oops. So this uh, movie was also great. Okay, so then there's only one sequence in this movie. Yeah, that really. Little, fucked little me up, then yeah. how did you feel about the scene where they're all crawling over the bones, really, like pressed up against? Really the, uh, was the genuinely ceiling. upset by. Yes. It was very good at. Making me like I didn't move. Yeah. When we were watching, we were all watching this together in a very open room with high ceilings. Right. And I felt like I was in a tube. Like I, I thought they did that really yeah. well because uh, it's not always the easiest thing to do, especially not remote, when you have yes. to like film it. You know. Um, That's what I was gonna say. The uh, but like it's particularly Benji when he gets stuck. It is the the. I'm sorry, Ryan. No, no, no. I yeah, I'm saying because like it's very good, but it right. also is like oh, I completely relate to Benji here. <laughs> like, yeah, well, it's he does the very realistic thing of like his arm won't move, mm-hmm. and he keeps just trying to force it by like repeatedly like like 
just moving yeah, it as hard as you can. forcing through because it's been working, but she's like, and it's getting all the way through. It's a thing when you get really frustrated and you can't, like, even when it's something completely mundane, like, you yeah. can't get it, like, uh, you a can't. A jar to open or, like, a fucking. You're trying to, like, to shake the sleeve off of your arm or something <laughs> yes, and yes. you're having a bad day and it's not coming off and you just start shaking wildly. <laughs> it's you know? so much worse. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed. In that scene, though, I really enjoyed like the the look what you're talking about the frustration and the anxiety like overtaking anything else because Papillon and everybody else are trying to tell him what to do. Yeah. Like Papillon obviously is aware that this can happen and yeah. is like, I here's the things to do, just like breathe and whatever. And it's very clearly not working. Like yeah. telling people to calm down in this situation never fucking works. So well, they're just like reaching out. They're like, Benji, Benji, please. Scarlet is right in front of him and yeah. trying to tell him physically what he needs to do to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, please, please, you have to calm yeah. down so that this can end for you. <laughs> and he can't do it. And it's, I, yeah, I think Which that makes it traps him so much more. That's, it's what I love about, the it's what fucking scares me about it but it's also what i enjoy about like the horror of claustrophobia or like yeah. you know the tight spaces thing is especially with this how much you become mentally trapped yeah like you start to feel the actual space close in on your mind and then it shuts down any ability mm-hmm. to get out of the physical space which would alleviate every symptom right <laughs> like, yeah and uh these it's it's a good one where like you just start to to imagine enough like what's going also the on cameraman. there and it like starts to you start to be able to feel it a little bit because yes. that's like claustrophobia is also like being in a tight space is something that has actually happened to us we know what it Correct. feels like right yeah. like everybody's been in a tight space at some point for some reason weirdly enough weirdly enough, who let us get into these tight spaces nobody it's we just, simply it's did when it we were kids they just don't they didn't watch us when we were kids when, and we we're just going in holes literally when we went then when they first go into the thing and they're first walking around. I remembered times going to fucking like Bunny Man, you know, like or the tunnels oh, yeah. under shit. I'm just being like, I've did, I know this exact feeling. Oh like, yeah, I no, know, I've I've yeah. I've gone pretty far walking inside of a sewer where you can't stand up all the way, where it's like a full circle sewer, so you have to yeah, be you like have to crouch the whole time, <laughs> uh, and you're just going in, knowing like as as far as you're going in, it's gonna take you just as long to get out. That's the and I think that's also the thing about this is there's a weird knowledge of the, this is sort of a thing for me in terms of the horror, or I guess like the, the tension with it is once again, the claustrophobia thing is also about the finality of it. Like you are trapped. Yeah. Like the finale, your thought, the whole phobia part of it, the irrational fear part of it is you'll never get out of this. Mm-hmm. That's like the thing is you'll be yeah. stuck here forever. And then, but watching a horror movie about it makes me go, they might be trapped they here might, forever. They, they like might be there's a it. non-zero chance that this fear is realized right now. So you get very tense when like they get in there and I'm just like, yeah. Oh my God. Also Ben Feldman apparently also suffers from claustrophobia. Oh my God. So they had to just take a bunch of, like he had to keep fucking He's taking actually breaks. In the fucking catacombs. I was, I, what Jesus. a trooper. Holy shit. That sucks. For Cause him. it like, he looks like he's acting, you know, like he looks like he's doing a performance and it's a very convincing one. But apparently it's partially real because... Cool. Good uh, for him. Speaking of George, this is where... I want to talk about, like, they do a lot of other <laughs> set-up stuff here. Like, he sees the piano that looks just like the piano you... Hold on. Can we talk about the fact that George was simply fucking bullied into coming down here? That... <laughs> he was I, never... <laughs> one, Scarlet was peer pressuring Scarlet the peer absolute shit the out of him out the of entire him. movie. <laughs> but so... he had no business going as far as he did i agree he was still gonna exit out i do get that there's yeah. a certain there is a point in overturning we i don't know if we can pinpoint it somewhere but like there is a point where you go enough like you say you'll wait here you'll be back he's not he's also not a child he cannot be peer <laughs> pressured in the true. same way that children that's can a be, good point know? and only scarlet papillon is being like hey if you don't want to go great come or i don't have stuff for you yeah, like, like yeah, shoot or get care. off the pot. It's like... Uh, is the only one who's like, you have to come. And he's like, literally, I'm the translator. You do not need me I've to go. I've done my job. I will... You wait... I If I was him, I would be waiting at the hotel. I'm not yeah, even... Yeah, I would have called... There would have been a scene where Scarlett answers her phone at the van. Yeah. And I go, hey, uh, good luck. Good luck down there. 
Uh, they're also doing something illegal. So I'd be like, look, I'm not going. Why would I risk getting caught doing something illegal yeah. that I'm not going to do? Exactly. You know? There's just no there's no sense in it. <laughs> he gets himself into that situation completely. He's, he bungles it into there, yeah. Um, and then uh, when they when they first get down there, Scarlet like tries to apologize to him or something. And he's like, just, just Enough. fucking don't. I don't even want to. I just don't like, want to hear yeah. it. Uh, but he he's the he's the first one that gets something more supernatural happen to him where he sees the piano. Yeah, that which there was other there was stuff down there when we first visit the catacombs. That's that's early on. But it's yeah, like, it's like surprisingly early. Exactly. On. Um, he because he recognizes it from his childhood that him and his brother used to play, and he, he mentions does the, the key. key uh, and they what is my Bonnie lies over the ocean? It's something like that. Yeah. And uh, when he, it's the last note in the song, and that, I think that's like that was great. A pretty creepy way, and like that key is dead. Uh, so he's <laughs> like, "What's going on he's... here?" And then they have no choice but to ignore it because they're stuck down there in the catacombs. Yes, of course. And Scarlet uh, has the phone, which we don't. They don't like really push you what on what they don't make it exactly clear. Like it's implied, but the phone call you don't really hear. It's definitely her father was trying to call her before he died. Yes, yeah, so and there's another reliving of she that. She was busy with something else or something. Exactly. And so that's her picking up the phone, and he's saying like, "Why aren't you? Why won't you talk to me?" Something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and they don't they don't really come back and tell you very obviously that that's what the phone call at that point was about. But they uh, their setup of those two, I think, is good. Mm-hmm. I think it's a nice, easy setup. the The problem comes when there's fucking four other characters walking around with. Them. Okay, <laughs> and, but let's keep going with them, okay. Benji. Has the the cult woman staring at him in the club? Yes, very subtly. The Benji stuff like is you, good. You yes. have to be watching right when it happens because it's like you're like what? Just for a moment. Yeah, she stares at him again inside when they see the cultist singing because she is one down. of them. Yeah, and then she's the one that ends up killing him. Yes. Uh, we have also Papillon who does not want to talk about his burns. Yeah. That. Yeah. So we don't really see too much setup for him. Yeah, that one's very. Yeah. That one's still there, but Until it's it, like it's border like. It is yeah, very. Bl- it holds even more blink, and you'll miss it than the, the woman. Like yeah. when the trap springs for him, it makes sense though. Like you know, he's it's got a the realization. Burn, you yeah, know he does not want to talk about you what go, happened. Oh, like, okay. Like yeah, it's, and it happens very quick, and it's clear. Suxi, I don't know what the hell is going on with her. Nor is that. That's you know. I don't think that. I mean, <laughs> maybe she feels bad about uh, Latop being being stuck down there. I think and not so. Going to find him. I think that's kind of the closest thing they but again like that feels very like oh sorry we forgot to give you a yeah. thing even though you're going through this situation <laughs> yeah we, we can come back to the more de- the the point is this this segment is just a lot of setup we have some scenes yes. like the claustrophobia scene to keep like the tension rising and mm-hmm. going and like have so, still some scenes while it is still pretty much set up for what's going to happen in the third act how do you feel about this is this is this where you drop off or is the third one where you start to lose it Oh, this movie didn't really lose me. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, I do, this second act, while effective with the claustrophobia for me, is very, feels more boilerplate found footage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this feels the most generic part of this. Yeah. I actually enjoy the third act for where I, it goes. I like the whole thing. But um, this, I would say this is technically the weakest part because it has the least to offer. Yeah, it's mostly just. Isn't it creepy that France has these catacombs down here and that they're, you know, small? Yeah, and I'm like, yes, it is for me. My, but my if you're not, is, then I don't know the fucking like. It's okay. Everything that's happening in this movie, I just think is fucking cool. You know, it's sure. like when somebody uh, yeah. when somebody like has what they feel are good story ideas, but they never write them like write actually the story, put them down, yeah. you know, and people tell you that's not enough. I'm like, sometimes it is enough, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's the movies. If the movies just not getting in the way of it, I just sometimes like to see cool shit happening. You know, horror is a different I do world agree entirely that, yes. though. Right. So just having these setups makes me be like, what is happening here? You know, what is this? This also yeah. has like the feeling there are a lot of creepy bosses out there that follow similar motifs where you're like going into some place that you shouldn't be going and everything is like different now. Yes. You know? Like it is, it has a very you like feel it fold over to something that isn't yeah. what you walked into. You've yeah. like entered the twilight zone. Mm, yes. Kind of vibe, that's a kind know? of a good and way I, you cross the threshold. And I just fucking love that. That whole, that whole yeah. idea of supremacy. It's always, always done it for me. That's, I mean, I'm talking about like offering the least for me. I was still entertained yeah. and was watching the whole time. I want to clarify that. Like, that's why it's cool guy. Like, yeah, we're, it's fine. It was just like cool. I feel yeah, feeling sure. a little bit more of it. Like I'm not taking out my phone, but I'm like, 
if it buzzed. Right. Sort of thing. Yeah. So they eventually do reach the philosopher's stone. This is stone. where I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. There's like, they get the Knights Templar whose body is not decayed. Oh. Uh, they have the philosopher's stone. They meet up with the mole, by the way. Yeah. They meet up with a guy who has allegedly been, who went missing. Mm-hmm. He was living in the catacombs and nobody has seen weird. him for what, like two? Just don't be friends with somebody who's living in the catacombs. Absolutely insane. That, wrong with that's how that fucking worked. Um, but he's been living down there. He was like missing for like two years or something, like something a couple like of that, years. Yeah. Um, so they meet up with him and he's like, you should, you shouldn't, is he like, you shouldn't be here? Yeah. It, yeah. He gets very like, oh my fucking God. He also says like, you never came looking for me. Oh, Which is yeah. like you also said they shouldn't be here, so you live like I don't know if I can tell what you, you guy. What do you Look, want? Okay, us? the mole. Let's hope. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, they get to the philosopher's stone though. Yes, it's real. He helps them get the get there. Stone, it's real. <laughs> they do have to keep going like deep, deep underground to get there, like where the to the to the level where hell starts in like whatever alchemist like <laughs> logic that they decided to use. And this is where they. <laughs> Because it's you, the mystery was like something to hell, or like you know, like close to hell, or something like you enter yeah. the dark gate, or something like that. Yeah, and they uh, they figured out where they where people used to think that hell was, like how far down. Um, and so they they go there, and then they have like the cool. They're in the chamber where the philosopher's stone is, and then they need to go on like they go through a, a secret doorway into like a reverse room. Of that one? Is that right? Yes. Well, my favorite thing is that they get to the Philosopher's Stone, which is on the wall. Yeah. And definitely weird shit has happened so far. But by this movie, they're not in hell yet. Right. They're very close. Yeah. They're, but they at, are they're not, right at the gate. They're right at the gate. But they pull the stone. Like, they read this tableau on the wall. And yep. they realize the stone is there. And they grab it. And mm-hmm. they have the Philosopher's Stone. Yep. And then fucking everybody else does the fucking uh what is what is um Abu? Is that the Aladdin's <laughs> monkey? They do exactly that. They do exactly that. They go for the treasure and they get greedy and they open the fucking door while Scarlet's going, No, it's a trap and it then is, fucking boom. Then they have to run and get into they go into like it hell is proper. Scarlet, George, and half a dozen Abu's. <laughs> <laughs> They all together rip down the gate in front of all the treasure. They simply pull it apart. Yeah. She's like, right. no. She's like, wait, 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 wait. We're only here for the yeah. lamp. <laughs> yeah. So that, but yeah, so that would trick. Because I, I would just have loved the idea of them just getting the philosopher's vote and then simply getting out normally. There is. <laughs> like they wouldn't have. I, there would have been something yeah. fucky, but I love the idea of them like being able to reasonably turn around and go, cool, cool, cool. And then just the movie is that, but slower on the way back. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think you can get out yet. They're still in like a weird yeah. place. Because like as soon as they went through that little doorway in the catacombs, even That's, before that, because the, 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 the cultists, catacombs are forcing them to go through that little doorway. Exactly, yeah. It's already influences it's happening. It's the claustrophobia scene they end up in the side that they came in. Oh my from god! Those, they do that whole that thing. That was and great, right on yeah. the same side. Because then, then I love that because then it's Benji going. I'm not fucking doing that again. Yeah, there's no <laughs> I'm simply not doing yeah. that again. <laughs> Easy choice. <laughs> anyway, but yes. So yeah. So then they they do end up in the in the mirrored room of where they get the philosopher's stone. They find out the philosopher's stone works. Little little side note here, by the way. <laughs> You've been hearing us say philosopher's stone. Maybe if you didn't watch the movie. It is the same Philosopher's Stone from Harry Potter. It's the Philosopher's Stone. The same Nicholas Flamel. And it's not because they got it from Harry Potter. I want you it's to understand. It's a way before ref like This is this is a uh alchemy was not it's not the same as like witches where there correct. was a lot of like King James saying there are witches and, <laughs> um, King James from the back. Hey, that witch looks really witchy. Just, yeah. We weren't even doing a witch thing. Fucking burn them. A lot of the old books on witches, Sorry. like the Maleficarum. <laughs> he was like, they're sick. Uh, <laughs> Maleus Maleficarum, which is like a, a book that <gasps> was written. It's called, it means Hammer of the Witches. It's like one of the old like books on witches. Oh, that's so sick. Are, they're all written by like religious people, by like yes. Christians that are like being like, <laughs> this is how witches work and this is how we hunt and kill them. They just make shit up, dude. <laughs> They're just writing fanfic. Yeah. Alchemists are different than Yes. That. Alchemists were, I don't Fraud. want to say legitimate scientists. Fraud. They were people who were they trying were, to yes. figure out new forms of science, basically. Yes. That largely involved 
transmutation Trans- of elements. That that is like one of the big things. But it was in general in general most thing. It was like a lot of like we are they are working with chemicals and things like that, mm-hmm. but trying to make things happen that they did not yet know are impossible to do. Gotcha. I yeah. mean, we're still kind of like, like it is. It was still. It was higher. It was more respected. It was still not like the main form of science. Exactly. Was only at alchemy. <laughs> Uh, fucking bunch of professors at the university. Just, yeah, he's fucking alchemist. <laughs> but we we know like we have records of people who were alchemists. We have like experiments that they did. We mm-hmm. have a bunch of stuff. You know, like some of it was magic, and some of it involved using sigils and shit. In addition to like the chemical work. Uh, but, Shouts out Full Metal Alchemist. Right. Fucking so good. Shouts out Full Metal. Uh, the only fucking alchemists I listened to. <laughs> yes, Nicholas Flamel was a real person. Him and his wife did live in Paris. Like you can go this is a site. Visit like their they shit. go yeah. to the their house is there. Like it is. Like you can visit it and everything. And it is believe like like the 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 rumor part, the myth part is that he actually managed to create the philosopher's stone. Which I don't know how much every alchemist was like chasing that. Um, but My it, understanding of a lot of alchemists was they wanted to produce gold or transmute things well, the, into gold. The the philosopher's stone was supposedly able to transmute lead into gold. Oh. I see. Yeah. Okay. In addition to having other like other property. properties. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. But okay. it was it was also just like a, that's where okay that makes more sense. Yeah. It was it was a piece to be used in al- alchemaic alchemical processes. Yeah. Alchemical processes. You know. I love alchemy. Uh, <laughs> I love alchemy. Dude. It's really great. Uh, so that that's the, we don't have. There's no real philosopher's stone or none that's ever been found. You know. But it is like that's that's the myth portion. That is like yes. this flamel. Being one of the great this alchemists, this isn't was a documentary. Yes, <laughs> or this isn't historical fiction. This but I, yeah, fiction. <laughs> I do want you to know that is where Harry Potter got it from. This movie's not based on Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling that did not make that thing. up. And I just I think alchemy and all that shit is so fucking cool. It's so. very interesting. Again, shouts out Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> yeah, dude, go watch that show. It's an anime, but it, that's definitely oh, um, it's got to be a Ghost Skull Alien on that fucking, one. What? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Massive layup. Anyway, so they get going, the stone to... and they. Prove it's real. Yes. I I love like everyone's reaction is like you know they are in like disbelief and I'm I'm sitting there watching this little horror movie going this is just horror national treasure oh my fucking god it's just horror national because that's also the big thing is like national treasure I enjoyed because it's like oh we're doing this adventure for stuff and I'm just like okay cool oh a, a a treasure is real. Who would have guessed? Awesome. No problem yeah. with it being like true. I mean, yeah. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah, we assume it's going to just it's be a, a big ruby. You know? It's a perfectly plausible like yeah. myth to be followed up on National Treasure. This, I'm like, oh my fucking God. And then they're just like, hey, this philosopher's like, dude, put a little shaving on a wound and it completely heals up. And I'm like, this is, oh my fucking God. Two things God. about it. One, I'd love that the philosopher's stone does look like the one in Harry Potter. It looks exactly, <laughs> it looks exactly like, like, like they grabbed the same. They were like, hey, we just bought this sweet prop from Harry Potter. Do you want to build a whole movie around it? <laughs> they went over to fucking. Uh, the, did a quick jump over the pond and went, give us your fucking stone. I. Love that it that it works because it's there's something that becomes much more magical about it. Um, it's the same thing before when I said that I think mermaids are really scary when you think about them actually happening. Yes, you know there's something about like when we get we shouts take out the, the real, lighthouse. Yeah, we take <laughs> the real world and then we introduce like something supernatural to it. I used to ask people this question like, would you be more afraid if like you're sitting in, in like a, a room with one doorway, right? Mm-hmm. Would you be more afraid if a gorilla shows up? <laughs> or a giant Lego man who can walk, <laughs> right? Because it's—I mean—it's probably still the gorilla because they're so strong. It's... <laughs> but uh, they're very scary to me. Also, I—the initial my answer to that question is I think Net the Lego Man because there would be a moment where I go, "That's clearly a costume," and then yeah. I would realize that it's not. That's you know what I mean. And my like, thing that's what I think is scary, right? Is like the understanding that something is fundamentally different about reality exactly. than what you thought. It but was. it's still here. Like yes. and so I think it's really cool when in horror films they do like this is like a normal just magic thing, but it's scary because it's, it's real. The horror know? of it is that oh my fuck. Well, and we're treating it real. Yeah. That's it's one benefit of the found footage thing is like you basically get to see they're doing effects with it, obviously, but like yeah. it's nice to see like the uncompromising in camera moment of yeah. it. Like you're net, there's no cutaway, there's no like fake, not necessarily fake, but like you know, shot 
of this. There's no shot composition that says like I can see all the characters, so yeah. I know it's a movie. It's like I'm watching just footage from a fucking yeah. and camera. It, yeah. The found footage has always been extremely effective on me. So that's yeah. That it it's weird because like people either get like a strong effect from found footage or they don't, and that drastically changes how much they like these movies. I was I was gripped by it early because I went to see. Paranormal Activity in theaters yeah, me too. around around Halloween. I don't know if I saw it on the day of, but like I around that a time, a bunch of people were even in the same group. I don't. It's so long. That ago. was a while ago. That's I was, the thing. I don't even know if we were. Shit yeah. out of me. Dude. Uh, I loved the feeling when it would it changed over to the nighttime camera, yeah. and you felt everyone's shoulders yeah. tense up, and you're like. I can feel anxiety in a room. I'm. This is awesome. It was kind of masterful, dude. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of Paranormal Activity. We can talk about it sometime if it comes around. You like streaming. the cursed ones or the marked ones or the whatever the fuck the seventh or eighth one of these is called. I, I'm talking about the first one. But if it's Halloween, it's gotta be Paranormal Activity. Uh, That's but, what fucking killed the Saw franchise. Well, the Saw franchise killed itself. But uh, as the Halloween tradition. Paranormal, mm. The original Paranormal Activity, when it came out, was fucking bodied whatever Saw was there. And they're like, it's over. The new Halloween tradition is Paranormal Activity. Everybody shut up. Damn. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> the but What I want to talk about with the Philosopher's Stone, and I hate that. Like, I like that they, they use effects. You can see them in the shot and everything. I mm-hmm. hate that they make the blood disappear. They always do this. Why would yeah? Why would in it? so many movies and TV shows? It's like just make them wipe away the blood, and then you see the wound is. Fixed. Does it disappear, or it, does it go back in? It. I don't think you see it like crawl if back it, in. If, if it, it crawl crawled, back, that's in, different. That exactly. would be completely different. I think it just like disappears, and it's just yeah. Like, I feel like it like it hits the thing, and they do like the acid type of like the yeah. sizzle thing, and it fades out yeah. everything on it. Yeah, but it has no yeah. reason to do that. It doesn't it's, make any sense. I, 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 I agree with you. I always hate that. I agree with you. Uh, Have some fucking continuity. People using the Philosopher's Stone in a found footage. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, once, once it's real, I'm like, this is so cool. You know, like, it it works, and it's not an evil, cursed object, right? Like, it it's, actually heals people. It does people. what it does on Iraq. Yeah, like, yeah. it's no monkey's paw shit or anything right. like that. It's... Real. I think it's always cool to have like a, a non-evil magic item inside of a horror film yes. that can maybe help you, you know? So that, but that brings us into the third act, right? Where they're going backwards through both hell. forward and backwards through what they've just gone through. Cause it is, it is the hell version of every chamber that they just passed. Exactly. Cause it keeps going lower down into the ground and everything yes. is like a mirror. Even though it's doing different. Yeah. Like which that, Everything we're describing, I just think it's all so cool that it really like surpasses any any problems that it has as a film. That's like why I like it so much, you know. Like, I'd uh, say it it like it gets through most of it. There's a couple of but like it bumps into the wall a couple of times trying to I, like get past its problems, but otherwise I think it's fine. Yeah. So that's what I was gonna say is the third act. This is where the horror ramps up a bunch too. We have like monsters. They're in hell now, basically. So they we are have in monsters hell. like openly chasing them around. There's like weird stone people. The cultists are full evil now. There's like the stone weird people. Grim Reaper smoke guy walking around. He's oh, sitting in the, in the wooden yeah. chair. They're like trying to sneak Shouts past out them Dark and Souls shit. 2, by the way, because that's an exact <laughs> fucking shot. There's a character who sits exactly like that and awesome. you fucking do a whole side quest with them. Yeah, Anyways, every, this is where everybody's getting... They should have gone up and pressed A to talk, and they would have been fine. Uh, everybody's getting knocked out during this... Knocked out. Everybody's getting murdered during this This is where the body count part, ramps up, uh, yeah. And it's because they're not facing their fears, basically. There is an absolute fucking disaster with Sukshi and the mole who fucking beats her to... It's so fucking... So also, Sukshi, the banshee, and the love of my life gets completely fucking like, chumped by Lato. Like, oh my, it's horrible. So sad. He, and yeah. it's like, it's the brutal like rock to the face That's type. exactly. Like it's uh, just slamming those flesh into stone. Yeah. Very visceral for me. That's uh, a hell of a transmutation. Yeah. Same thing as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 <sighs> when Chop Top is just hitting the guy with the hammer in the head. Just like, oh, dude. Jesus Christ, yeah. So much. Uh, Sorry. but the, <laughs> So now we're moving into hell and we're yeah. doing... Yeah. We have Papillon get sucked into the car... Which There's is just like a, a flaming, very cool effect. I love the like, I love the realizations of the lighting in that scene because mm-hmm. they're just in a completely dark cavern, and then from like the left side of the screen, you start to see a light come up, and. I'm like, oh, like they're getting somewhere new. And then you just turn and there's a completely on fire car. And you're just, oh no, this is so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, it's stuff, stuff like that keeps happening to everybody. Yes. I love a lot of what's happening. There's a couple things I don't like. One, the 
the pacing gets a little bit weird because it's it's awesome. It's ramping up, but then as soon as Scarlet finds out that she has to go back to the to the to the Chamber of Secrets, basically, <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and put back the Philosopher's Stone, it's to return the Prisoner of Azkaban yeah. in the Goblet of Fire. She, she so she can her name in the Goblet so of she can reform the Order of the Phoenix. You're really gonna go. <laughs> She makes it all the way you back said very the first easily. Two. I don't know what to fucking tell you. She makes it very easily. Yes. And like after that, there is no more like it's all kind of fine. Like we're like ramping up the big, and then it just it doesn't really like explode into one final climax. Like it just I, I was gonna say the big thing about it is they don't like add another not that we should have seen like the devil or anything like that, but there was no like other big bad who kind of shows yeah. up to really block their way. Dude, honestly, it's all the putties at this point. It, let's see the devil, dude. Sure. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, dude, I just wanted Nicholas Flamer to fucking show up and <laughs> so, Flamel. I apologize, but <laughs> uh, him to be like, hey, I'm fucking, I'm fucking philosophizing over here. Yeah. Um, well, that was he was every the- person is a New Jersey, New York character in my book. I apologize. Right. He uh. He's not down here, right? He was not the Knights Templar guy. No, 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 no. No, I don't believe so. I don't... I was going to think he was the fucking scary dude with the hood and the fucking... The thing. The Hell Priest looking guy. Mm, Which, by the way, Hell Priest is the actual fucking name for Pinhead. In the... The Cenobite is referred to as the Hell Priest. Which is fucking... I fucking love that name. Uh, Um, The... There's the last scene where they have to, like face their fears and then like jump in the hole to escape yes that's a place where it could have been like they have a limited amount of time to do it because whatever big is monsters dun, dun, chasing dun, dun, after dun, dun, them yeah, yeah you know, like, like you see the shadow on the wall or we something. don't have yeah. stuff like that she like no. you say putties and i think it's absolutely it's exactly what happens because they look like putties they do everything <laughs> short of making the putty noise <laughs> and it's because <laughs> it's because scarlet and that's putties from power rangers of course read a book shots up and <laughs> It's because Scarlet does establish that she's practiced martial arts, and that's why she's so good. But it doesn't look that good on camera because she's it's not holding even... the camera, so you just see her hand go up and like shove them over it's, like she's playing football. It's very pressing melee attack in like Left for Dead, and just fucking yeah. throwing an elbow and like knocking something over the fucking wall. They start out very scary, like they come out of the wall. Right. It's it's a nice looking thing. But like they, it's they so quickly chump them, and I'm like, wow, you got what? What is happening right and now? And this all happens very close to the end. That's that's why I don't think that. That's get... why I love the run back because she's like, I simply don't have time yeah. to retread this territory. So you're done. I don't. I'm not falling for the scare anymore. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> it's hilarious, but it's not that kind of movie. Exactly. You know? So it's like a little jarring. It's um, that is a thing that kind of takes it out of which it. Which is why, like, I love what is happening in the third act. I don't think it works as well. The execution is. They tried, but which sucks is it that's like right at the end too. So it does. It feels like they didn't completely stick the landing. Yeah, but like everything, everything that happens is cool enough for me to be like, I still love this movie. On concept, exactly. Like it's overall still good. Yeah. Um, and I love that that final effect when they are they have to push down through the manhole to come up on the. Yeah, it's just cool. It's very again another thing that's like again we're in camera the whole time. There's no like cutting in this it's just the single shot we don't like black out or anything it's just there so we get to watch them like how they finagle this effect in like one shot and it looks very cool like it's very jarring and you're like when they start reaching up you're worried or reaching down you're worried about like when are the physics gonna turn on basically right and i love that like tension of like are they gonna fucking like fall up through the Sky or what the fuck's about to happen? And then they manage to Something get out, I have and I'm like, always oh. been afraid of just staring up at the sky, and then all of a sudden falling up into <laughs> gravity, it. completely reversing, and you falling. Yeah. Out, like. it's, and it's really cool because, like the since the camera's physically one of the objects, it makes it out. You go with the camera, and you watch what it looks like when the camera goes yeah. through that that gravity <laughs> inversion. Um, uh, this this is my question to you: How did so many people make it out of this movie? <laughs> Only three did. Yeah. Three out, out of, of six. six. Yeah. fifty A 50% retention rate in a horror movie is I, goddamn amazing. Pay attention. That's some, batting 500. Pay attention sometimes. Besides slashers, no. horror films have like, surprisingly high percentage of survivors. Often. I, 
usually what they care about is like that something harrowing is happening to the main character. I suppose people dying is like optional. I Except in slashers where they do need the body count to be I fucking suppose. high. Right. Yeah, I guess. Um, I would start. I would shining start only has examples. The Shining but, is a fifty percent, but there's only four fucking people in that movie, yeah. so it's so that means, getting half so the. In other character. words, only two people died in the Shining. Yeah, but there were only four people. They killed half. But only two people died. Let's for true, and I that's pretty true. Yeah, and uh, I would Son go. I want. I was about to start going through a bunch, Please but I really realized it's spoilers for every fucking spoilers. movie under the sun. Perpetual. Yes. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Anyway, yeah. yeah. We, um, yeah, but we'll. I mean, for, but I'm gonna I'll, mention it to you. I'm gonna try to remember to mention it to you as we start going through more of these movies. <laughs> the percentages of thing. Yeah. This one, I think it's the found footage. I think it's partially the found footage gimmick part of it as well. Is mm-hmm. it feels like a body count should be happening because found footage took that place of slashers in like the cultural zeitgeist as like this is the thing. This is the popcorn consumption for horror right now yeah so it's the thing that should have all the bot like the blood and the fucking death and the things right um even though it doesn't necessarily do that but i think that was just my expectations being changed it's something it's something i learned early on that like the the body counts and the violence aren't really as high as you think they are that's that's Mm -hmm. why i always always talk about it in fright not fright night uh fear street that it's like (laughs) it's actually it's like somebody who has only heard about horror films. Yes. There's actually a high body count, high violence, you know, everything. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. Uh, I also wanted to mention during the credits, they play a, a song called Hypsaline by La Femme, and it's fucking awesome, dude. That whole album that that, uh, okay. that song is on is, is awesome. Go check that out on Spotify yeah. once you're done with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you thought the song was funny, and I'm like, this song rules. I don't remember it, yeah. but just, I believe it's, it's you. It's just that some it's like French. I think it like, was just that I'm like, this is what they're ending with on As Above. Yeah, so no, well. it was. It's like a more hype song. Yeah, it's, like, not, it's not like a normal like horror ending not... song. It's very French, and I love it. Ho ho ho! Yeah, we 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 Monsieur Baguette. Yeah, yeah. Also, Sorry. French house music. That's what I like pretty out of France. Good. Their music. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is a fun little. It's. A lot of found footage movies, especially like the paranormal activity shit, feels very like we're taking you on a ride through this house sort of thing. Or just, but it's like very bad in that like, oh, the scare is that a chair moved and like we're not actually setting. The first one sets up some tension with it. So it actually, mm-hmm. for me, it works. But like after the whole genre became like, let's show a little bit of a thing in the background. And that's the big scary ride. This, if you made a ride of this, I would be fucking terrified. Oh my god! I'm not, like I'm that's not, what I'm saying. I like, simply would not go. It's a great like. It does keep everything moving. It keeps everything going. It gives you good stuff to look at and characters that you relatively want to see get out. Yeah, you'd, you'd be on a little. You'd be one of those little cars, like little little. I would be. I would leave. I did this one time in Bush Gardens. I was on line when I was a kid for the Big Bad Wolf mm-hmm. and I was so scared of the video that was playing for it that I left the line. Yeah. yeah. I simply I would have and I would do the same thing for the what? As Above So Below ride. At some point you'd be on one of those uh, roller coaster cars Dance. and like the the you'd be in an arch that is just like stone all around you that you can like fully touch, you know, like you'd oh, be completely Oh, they would, I they would make the little tunnel as small as possible literally that is just like, safe to put in. Scrape by it. with the yeah, yeah like They'd probably let the car scrape against and the And then, wall. knowing my luck, that's where the ride would unironically break down for an hour Dude, and a half, and I wouldn't be wow, able to get out. that is actually scary. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not going on there. If, <laughs> don't go on the... Or do it. Whatever. But whoever Just owns this... go on this made-up as <laughs> don't go below, this right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Mr. Cool Guy, I would check it out. I yeah. think it's a fun one. Careful if you are claustrophobic. Of though. course. I want to give a special thank you to Eyes of Astoria for a wonderful song, Dead Walk. By song, I mean theme song, of course. Theme song. Theme song. <laughs> and you can catch John from Eyes of Astoria <laughs> on a few other episodes, including but not limited to Summer Party Massacre 2 and Deathgasm, soon to be a few more. Hell yeah. Um, and you can find, we don't have to plug anybody right now, but shouts out to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. Uh, you can find them on at getdowny.com, which is their website, and 
at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y Siblings, as in brother and sister. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram now, at Bloody Stream Pod. We also do a weekly streaming show of Call of Cthulhu called Outlaws and Old Ones, twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. We might stream. Uh, Jorge is definitely going to force me to fucking play Friday the 13th for Nintendo. And I'm going to blow my brains out on stream. And I'm going to be awesome. And we will talk to you. Same bloody time. Same bloody channel.